talk to you about um, preeminence of love. That is the superiority of love and the fact of surpassing all else. Love is indispensable. It is consequential. It is absolutely necessary. It surpasses all else. Everything else you might try and do outside of love may not bring to you the kind of results that you're expecting to see. It is as simple as that. I reminded you this Wednesday I spoke to you about getting the job done and we read from 1 Corinthians 13, 13 which says these three remains faith hope and love but the greatest of them all is love. I spoke to you at length about faith and hope. I said to you that we will complete the last part of it, which is the greatest of them all which is love so I'd like us to take our scripture reading from 1st Corinthians from the beginning right to the end of it I may not read every part of it to you but I need to perhaps paraphrase some of it and help you understand why love is so important in everything that you do. We do the things that we do as a church because of love you want to give to God because you love God. You want to have the next person in need because you care, because you have compassion. Many times there are miracles that Jesus Christ himself performed. The Bible says it's he had compassion. He, he was compelled because of love. 
after all. We are theirs, are he today, because God so loved us. And when you love, you will give. So giving, it is an act of love. It's an appreciation, it's an expression of love that you are demonstrating. Love is the ultimate spiritual gift. That is the start. That is just what you must first understand. After he is spoken to all other gifts that he spoke about, in that very same chapter at the end of it in verse 13 he says there are three things that remain it is faith hope and love and i said to you all of them are as important Faith does not replace hope. And love is no replacement for faith. You need all three of them if you really want to uh, find yourself serving God rightly in a manner that you ought to save. You ought to serve God. And the greatest of these is love, he said. If you look at that last part of it, it should, it should um, help you to just Realign your thinking and how you relate to, to others and to God. If you relate to Him from the position of love, you can be sure that the very things that you need or you are attempting to use your faith to achieve, you will be able to. Love is the ultimate spiritual gift. In other words, for each, for you, or for any of those gifts that you read about before this part, for any of them to can manifest. Love is superior. Love ought to be, ought to be the one that is, uh, you know, um, it, 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 it is an anchor. In, in, without which it simply says that none of them will be able to operate in your life you may you will not be able to no matter how hard you try that 
That is, it is as simple as that. A man can be so gifted. Let us look at the first part of it. In verse 1 to verse 3. It says, if, if, if I speak in the tongues of men or angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clinging symbol. He said, no matter how much tongues I speak, I speak the tongues of men or even tongues of angels. He says, without love, you're just making noise. It is useless. Those tongues will not change nothing. You can speak for as long as you may want to. Weeks on end. Even cry tears. Speaking in tongues. Without love. He says, it is just noise that you're making. Then he says, if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. You may have a gift of prophecy. You may have faith that can move mountains. He says, but without love, I am nothing. That faith will not produce results. In as much as you know, that it can move mountains. But it will fail even to bring you the, the little that you may be looking for from God. Because there is something that is missing, which is love. It is something that far surpasses anything and everything. In order for any of these gifts, to can work, to can operate, you need love. It is not a question of maybe. Now you ask yourself, with all the faith that I have, how come I'm not able to bring about the change that I desire to see? How come things are just the way that they are? How come? It seems to just still be so difficult to pray to God and, and, and bring about the results that, are, that I'm looking for. It's because there's something that is missing. It is love. And that is why he says that even if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, he says, I am nothing you will not be able to get anything with that same faith that can move mountains. It will not help you to bring the results that you're looking for. He says, even if I give 
all that I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love. I gain nothing. He says, you can give everything that you may have. And, 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 and subject your, your body to, 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 to such punishment or torture. Make such a, a sacrifice. But without love, it doesn't mean anything. Love is superior to all else. When you use your faith, knowing that you are doing so from that position of love or understanding that you ought to do everything that you're doing because you love, it will bring the right results. You will not struggle to get things done. Things will happen. You'll be able to work your faith. It will not be a struggle. Life will be something that you you are you enjoy. Things will begin to happen in your life. And the sooner you realize that the better for you. Your faith must be anchored by love in order for it to work. Let it be anchored by the love of Christ so that it works for you. It is impossible to exercise the gift of faith without God's perfect and enabling love. It is impossible to exercise the gift of faith without God's perfect and enabling love. So love is an enabler for your faith to can work. It will, it will, it will, it will aid, aid your faith. It will, it will, it will make your faith to to be effective, to be able to produce the result. Active faith always delivers. Active, active faith always delivers. That's, that simply says that you must trust in God to be able to accomplish whatever is necessary in saving the Lord. Trust in him. Be able to believe God with all your heart. Understanding how important that is for your faith to can work. After all, true faith is a gift from a loving God given to you so that you can accomplish his will. 
and be able to contribute to your own spiritual growth. It helps you to grow. Because the more your faith is working for you, the more you are growing spiritually. The more you believe God for anything and everything that is to do with you. The more you want to do things by faith. The more you are convinced in your spirit that there is a God in heaven that you can depend on for everything in your life. And you so much fall in love with God because your faith is now producing results. You are seeing the results of your faith. And you can now be, you, you rest assured, you, you rest in Him. You truly love God with your heart. And the more you love God, the more you have faith, the more you are growing, the more you are able to serve God, you know, with your heart. And that will say that you are, you are doing the things that you do because of love. Live by faith every day. The faith that decides, that desires, that determines to think and act immense in the outpouring of God's love. What are your desires? What decisions have you made thus far by faith? How much is it centered on God's love? You want to immerse yourself in this love. Be fully immersed in it yourself. As you just read in verse 3, he says, Without love, you receive no benefit of the sacrifices you are making. So if you can give everything to the poor, you can allow yourself to be punished and be tormented. But without love, there is no benefit. He says, I gain nothing. It is absolutely necessary for your faith to can work. It is something which is as important. Because with God's love in control, many benefits will accrue and become active in your life. Many benefits will accrue to you. And they'll become active in your life. Suddenly you have so much peace. There's calmness in your spirit. You are patient. You start being kind toward others. You now begin to just trust God in everything that you're doing. And in the process, you are now the one benefiting. You are now the one who is receiving the benefits of your faith that is anchored by God's love. It is that important 
for you. If you read verses 5 to verse 7, it says, or from verse number 4, it says, Love is patient, love is kind. So be kind, be patient in love. It says, It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. Love does not boast. It is not proud. It is just to say to you that when you learn, when you begin to walk in love, pride automatically would disappear in your love. A person who has pride does not walk in love. He cannot walk in love. He does not know God. He does not know that God is love. What the Bible says that if anyone so claims to know God and doesn't walk in love, he does not really, that person does not really know who God truly is. If that person claims to know God and doesn't, he does not love, he doesn't really know God. Because anyone who truly knows God will walk in love. It will not be a struggle to express such to the next person. It becomes your nature. It is not something that you need to think about. You don't choose to love the the one person and, and not the other one. You just love unconditionally so. Because it is a commandment he gave us anyway to love one another. It is your responsibility to do so. And nobody would do that for you. It is not something which you can you can um, just uh, delegate to somebody else. And if you are struggling with it, pray to God to give you grace to love. Pray to God so He can increase that grace upon your love so it doesn't become a struggle. The more, because the more you're struggling with it, the more life becomes a struggle. Because the more your faith is inactive and, you know, not uh, producing the kind of results you're looking for. It is that important. It is that important. And then suddenly, life becomes a struggle. Then it says in verse number 5, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Oh, that is important. That is so very important. You can never do anything in your life with an intention to dishonor somebody or to uh, drag them down. 
if you if you know what it means to love or if you are walking in love they will not be gossiping around they will not be backbiting they will not be so much anger and malice you're not going to those are not things that you will find yourself you know even having to to um, to to worry about it is not self-seeking you're not always going to do things because you stand to benefit you genuinely do things willingly so out of your own heart because you are compelled to do so you you have compassion you know what it means so you are not always going to every time when you have to do something you you want to be you know you become so self-centered and and always doing you end up doing things with the wrong motives and as a result you don't get to benefit or derive the, 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 the results that you may be looking for because you were doing it with the wrong motives you were not driven by love you're not you're not you're not doing it because you you really care or you you want to have the next person he says here it is not easily angered stop being offended by useless things you can you can you can't always take offense you know by things that are just not as important You will not be easily angered when you walk in love. If anything, even the person that you may be thinking that has offended you, you want to respond in a manner that they will now end up being the ones who are left to us. What manner of man is he? Uh, maybe, maybe they said what they said with the intention to provoke you or to make you angry. And you say to them, God loves you. I love you. And, 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 and you still want to extend help to them. You correct them with love. You help them see something better. And then and then you were able to save a soul. He says it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, and it keeps no record of wrongs. That black book, which you have been carrying for the last 15 years, where you write people, people's names, that one didn't greet me on the 30th of May, 2021. <laughs> Mark it in red. <laughs> that one, I wanted to, to borrow money from him and he told me he didn't have money and I know he has a lot of money he becomes an enemy as well because he didn't want to give you he didn't want to give you his money <laughs> anyone who wrongs you suddenly there's so many names and you end up just being just by yourself 
Because there's a point in your life, you will meet people who say things, and you may not be happy with your son. You may, you may, you may, uh, um, you know, uh, not be, you know, uh, they may not be things that you, you, you were expecting they will say in the first place. I say, don't always just internalize and personalize everything you hear. You will carry sicknesses that are not necessary. No, you'll be sick. You'll get sick. When you are not really sick. Because every little thing that happens, there must be an enemy. There must be somebody who is responsible. And you start looking for excuses everywhere except inside. And suddenly you have everybody to blame but yourself. You end up making enemies even with people who make good, who are there to help you. And they start moving away and before you know, you all by yourself. And things really start being difficult. Because even those who came, God purposefully brought into your land to help you, suddenly they are no longer good enough. You think they are, they are against you or they are your enemies. Every little thing they say, you're suddenly angered. You, you, you become so unhappy, you don't even want to talk to them let alone see them or, or, or greet them for whatever reason. It, it's not good. It's not good for you. So don't take it lightly. And people, people may offend you. That's fine. But it does not change who you are. It shouldn't change your God nature of love. It shouldn't make you suddenly become a, 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 you know, a monster of sort. Because this person has said, I'm going to show him as well. He doesn't know me. You know when you start saying they don't know you, yeah, something, that's a demon talking inside. I'll show them, I'll show them who they are. I, 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 know, I, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can do worse than they've done to me. Ah, you are a Christian for your sake. <laughs> no, you, you, you cannot find yourself being provoked to a point where you now suddenly say to, 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 to somebody else, you know, they don't know, they don't know, they don't know who, who I am. Suddenly they, they say, there's, this, there's this demon that is awakened in you. That's <laughs> That, that you, you so much feel you can just do something, you know, uh, evil to the next person. No, you, you cannot think like that. No, you can't. Not as a Christian. No. There are things that you should not allow yourself to, you know, even, even um, allow yourself to think. Because that is not going to, in the end, it will not help you to achieve the, 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 the very things you want to achieve with the faith that you, you have. When you truly learn, you will not be self-seeking or self-centered. Belief and hope are central to experiencing God's love in your life.
this land produces a settled, confident hope that enables you, it enables you to accept whatever happens in your land with a much greater anticipation for a better tomorrow. That is what it ought to do in your land. No matter the circumstances or difficulties or challenges, you accept whatever is happening in your land with a much greater anticipation of a better tomorrow. You still have hope. You still believe in God. You are still able to say that God is working a miracle in my situation. And use whatever it is that you're going through to continue glorifying God. And in the end, your faith will prevail. And you will get to derive or produce the kind of results that you are looking for yourself. Love always hopes. Love always hopes. Loving people keep looking ahead for better days. If you love, your hope will always be alive. You always look ahead for better days. It helps you. That you're not suddenly saddened, you're not, not suddenly saddened by what you're thinking might happen tomorrow. Because you love. And you know that God has sent His Spirit to work out His will in your love. You convince in your spirit that things may be, may be difficult today, but tomorrow will be different. I'm looking forward to something better. There's hope in as much as things may seem to be difficult now. Love, the Bible says, always perseveres. That is to say that loving people stand firm in the midst of trials. Loving people, they always stand firm even in the midst of trials and hardships you are not going to give up that easily. You persevere because you love. In addition to those virtues that he mentioned to you from verses 4 and 8, Paul goes on to say that unlike those gifts that are designed for your own good and spiritual growth in this earthly land, love never ends. It never ends. You should never come to a point where you feel that you have stopped loving. There are people who get in and out of love as and when they feel like they don't really understand what love is. When especially these days the guy tells you he loves you today a couple of months down the line, he sends you a WhatsApp saying, you know, I'm out. He doesn't even say anything. He just says, I'm out. Out of where? You're thinking, is he out of the house? 
is the out of his <laughs> is he out of money? Is he <laughs> out of patience? Where is he out of? What is happening? And and before you know, he 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 doesn't answer your calls anymore. He he just decides I'm on I'm at it. Now that's not love. Is it? Bible says here, love never fails. Love never fails. When we get to understand the, the, the responsibility of love, even in our own individual lives, a lot will be different. As a person, as an individual, you cannot, you cannot afford to find yourself, you know, just um, uh, uh, in a in a in a situation where it is it is so easy for you to to can just decide that you don't love the next person that you have pledged your love to. It shouldn't be easy. If you truly understand what it is, you stand by your vows and what you've said. No matter how hard or difficult the circumstances, it doesn't matter what has changed. If it is true, you will not fail. You're not going to fail the other person. It should not be easy. It, is, it should not be something that you get used to. Even in your life. It shouldn't be easy. That you can just decide at a whim. I no longer feel like. You got to understand and, and be able to, you know, um, uh, persevere and, and stand your ground and, and commit wholeheartedly and be able to make it work for you. It will, it will eventually get to bring the result that you are looking for in that, in that particular relationship that you may find yourself in. So it is very important. I, I, I do not take it lightly, and I wouldn't want to, you know, overemphasize it than, than he, he has already done he, that as a person. If it so happened that in your personal life, you fall in love just once, once, And you are able to do everything necessary for that to stand, for that relationship to stand. It will help you. Because when you become just, you know, too casual about it and, and, and you know, it is just now becoming a norm, it will be, it'll be difficult. Things will be very difficult for you. Believe you me. It even becomes more difficult to to 
to see the, the right relationship because you are already so used to you know, being in and out of relationships, even when there is now a genuine, genuine relationship, it becomes very difficult for you to commit and be able to stay in that particular relationship. As a result, you lose something that is so very precious and so dear that would have helped you to build such a successful, successful um, relationship and, and perhaps, you know, find yourself prospering in the manner that God would have wanted to in a manner that God would have wanted you to prosper in this land. Because the very things that are, you know, key as ingredients to be able to, um, can make um, a, a success of your own land, you neglected them and just decided they are not important. In the meantime, those are things that are as important. It is very important for you to understand how relevant this is even to your own um, prosperity in love. The service, you know, in the house of God, how it will help you to serve God better in your, in your, in the house of God um, and, 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 and be as relevant and do things that are, you know, going to, to help you to continue growing and making progress as an individual. It is very important to get the right understanding of what he is saying here. If you read from verses 12, it says, Even knowledge will give way to a more perfect understanding of reality. And that should just say to you that the one thing that will help you is when you come to acknowledge this truth and begin to walk by it yourself. Law in verse 13, it is saying that it is the greatest spiritual attribute of them all. It is the greatest spiritual attribute of them all. The greatest gift one can ever think of. It is so true because love does not cover only what we experience in our relations to others, but also what we experience from God himself. That makes it to be so true because it does not only cover what we experience in our relationships but also what we experience from God himself. It is the greatest because it is inherently greater by being the most godlike. It is the nature of God 
it is who God is. It is, it is how God is, is expressed. If you read 1 John 4, 8, the Bible says, He who does not learn does not know God. For God is love. God is not faith. God is not hope. God is love. That is the one expression that encapsulates who God truly is. It must help you to begin to walk as such as a believer in Christ. He who does not learn does not know God. Anyone who claims to know God but doesn't learn is only fooling himself. They are lying to themselves. They don't truly know who God is. Because if if you know God truly, you will not struggle to learn, to express this love. It will flow, it will flow through you. And that is the beauty of it all. That it is it is it is so contagious that. You don't need to do anything beyond your means for somebody else to experience it. It, it just flows. Let it flow through you. It is, it is, a, it is a, you know, the, the liquid love that flows. That flows. That mustn't end just by you. Call it that. Perhaps it will help you to, to allow, it will help you to, 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 to allow it to flow through you. Let it be fed through you. Let it be seen manifesting in you. Because when it does, every other gift will not be a, 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 a struggle to, to can, uh, you know, uh, manifest through you. Be it prophecy, be it speaking in tongues, be it faith, be it, be it um, um, help or, or getting to express, you know, um, um, God's love to the next person. It will not be a struggle, but let it start here. Love is the greatest of these because it has its source in God's attribute of perfection. It is the greatest attribute. Because it has its source in God's attribute of perfection. Which must be realized constantly in your life through His grace and mercy. But the sin manifesting in your life through His grace. Like faith and hope as a believer, 
you ought to love the Lord and do your best to live your revealed will in his word. Make it a number one priority because it will help you to find your purpose in life. It will help you to live in accordance with his will and his purpose for you. It will help you Many people are struggling even to discover their purpose in life. I was with a meeting with a, with a youth yesterday. The pastor, maybe we must have a teaching on how to discover your purpose. We, we had some beautiful discussions. I like the young people because you know, they ask difficult questions. Ask difficult questions. They expect the man of God to have all the answers. I say, <laughs> but um, it was it was it was really um, it was really a, a great meeting. I I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and, and those young people who were here. They can tell you that we we had some very interesting, 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 you know, discussions, and uh, there's so much that um, you know the, the Spirit of God has uh, revealed to us and things that we must start doing and uh, you know um, working together to realize the very vision. God has given us. So this is only, um, you know, the beginning um, to get us to really um, um, start building such a very vibrant and very, you know, um, active, very active youth um, uh, ministry in, in our church. And uh, I'm believing that by the grace of God, we will get to achieve uh, the objectives and the plans that he has given us. I said here, faith, hope, and love are very central to the message of salvation. They are at the core of this salvation that you have received. So, you must desire to share God's love with others, either for their salvation or as an encouragement for their spiritual growth. Desire it. Desire. You must desire to share God's love with others for their own salvation or as an encouragement for their own spiritual growth. Because when you love, the one person next to you would also want to ask, how, 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 how are you doing it? How is it possible that you, you so love, you know, you, just, you were just telling me that, you know, uh, you lost a job, but listening just to what you're saying, 
You don't sound like somebody who lost a job. It, your job, your lamb didn't, didn't walk away with the job that you have. It is not limited just by you having the money that you think you need. It, far, it is far greater. It is the love that will help you to derive the, the benefits and the, and, the, and the results that you're looking for when you begin to apply it, you know, in your personal life, the way that you, you ought to use it yourself. So that you don't find yourself being, being unhappy because you lost something that you thought it defines you as a person. You're not defined by a job. You're not defined by, by, by the work, by, by what you, what you, what, where you live, or the clothes that you're wearing, or the house you live in. You, you ought to, to move beyond just the, you know, looking at the material things in order to find a, an expression or, a, you know, to, 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 to be able to begin to really define who you really are yourself. It's nothing to do with the material things that you have. And that is where sometimes people tend to, to struggle in their lives. And, and that is the one question that you need to ask yourself. What really, what really defines you? Who you are? Who, who are you really? What, 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 what do you think people ought to think of who you are. What are you doing that will help them to make to make such a, a draw such a conclusion? Not because of what you say, but because of what they see. What would what would you love people to say about you? Things that even when you're no longer here, they will leave um, a, a lasting legacy, and there are, there are things that will continue being said that that man. Oh, that woman is, a, is really a, a woman of, of, of love, a woman of virtue, who loves God, who, who reveres God, and who lived their life for God, who, who truly served God with all her heart. Do, do you pause sometimes just to ask yourself, what would be said about me when I'm no longer here? What would be said? What would you love to be said? Let alone what would be said, but what would you love people to say? What are you doing that will help them to say the things that you think they ought to say? And how convinced are you that what you're doing is good enough to be able to create that, create that um, um, a platform? Or it's, 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 it's a building material of sort. You, you, you need not forget that you, your life is a, is a story that you're writing. Others will read the same story when you're no longer here. But you need to be able to write it in a manner that it will have an impact even without you having to try and convince somebody that this, 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 this story is it's something that you need to relate to, that is important. That is why you must refuse just not to just be among the crowd. Or not be counted. You 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 do you you need to do things that will that will make your presence felt. That will that will that will make a difference in your own way. It's nothing to do with money. It's nothing to do with uh, 
you know, uh, you know how much good you are, you know, uh, um, 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 in, in in one thing or the other. But in your own way, you need to you know find it in your heart and and be able to you know focus on those things that when you're doing, you know that they are going to have the next person. You must always live in joyous anticipation of a blessed eternity with God. That will keep your hope alive. It will help you to be able to look forward to something better. It will help you. You can always start today. Because God loves you. You can always start your life anew. You can start now. You can start here. Say to yourself, Lord, I thought that I, 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 I love the way you, you expected me to. But in retrospect, I've, I've searched myself and I, I don't think that I, I am really where I, I, I am supposed to be or or the things that I'm doing now, they, they, they are, you know, testifying to what I've always believed is, is in my heart. Because it could be one thing in your heart. But how you act and wh what you're doing might be the opposite of what you think. You're doing what you're doing and, 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 and it, 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 it says, you know, something else than what is really in your heart. It is very much possible. Because it's no use, I always say that love is, is no, you know, love is, 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 is better when it's expressed than when it's said. It must be expressed. It must be, you know, it's not something that you can say. It doesn't matter how many times. I mean, what would be a point of one guy who's abusing his wife every day, beating her, and after that he says, I love you. But he's abusing her. But he's saying something else. How, 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 does it, how, how does it work? Because there's no way that anyone who truly loves you will harm you. Or want to inflict pain on you. And even you yourself, you live there and, and be saying to somebody else, but that man loves you. I mean, you're, you're solid. You're, you're beaten. You're bruised. And you're saying to your, your family that he's saying, no, leave that man. He doesn't love you. They're right. They're, they're telling you the honest truth. He doesn't love you. If he does, he wouldn't hurt you. He wouldn't cause you so much pain. He wouldn't cause you so much anger and, 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 and be beating you up every day. Yet you, you, you're so convinced the man loves you. How so? How? Why? Why would anyone want to think, to think that? So, so it takes wisdom for you to get be able to say that yes, it may be being said, but it's not what I'm feeling, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm experiencing. There's nothing like it. It's a completely different story than what I, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm seeing every day or what I'm experiencing every day. So it, it must be an expression. It must be something that is expressed that is in a manner. It's expressed in a manner that the the next person. There's no doubt that you, you truly, you truly love them. Because they're able to relate to it. They can feel 
that there is love. They, they, are, they, are able to, they are able to connect with it. It helps them to can be able to, to, to make, make up their mind. Because it's not always what is said that you need to be listening to. But sometimes, even in between the pauses and the paragraphs, there might be things that you can read that will help you better understand what, what exactly is the message. Because the words, words, anybody can say anything. Especially guys. We can promise I'll take you to take you to Dubai tomorrow. No, I'll take you to this one island that no man has ever been there. I'll, I'll cross the ocean for you. Start swimming in the pool. First, learn how to swim before you start climbing the mountain on your back. You haven't gone hiking even on a flat ground. Now, climb the mountain backwards. You, 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 you trying to express to, you know, to charm this poor lady here. You know, say things. I mean, it is, it is, uh, it is not, it's not just, you know, uh, uh, something that, you know, you, 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 you must just, you know, uh, take lightly or, or, or just, you know, um, take things at, at face value all the time. So you need to allow yourself to listen and uh, listen with your spirit. Christian love should be demonstrated in our personal relationships, in our day-to-day -day love, in our day-to-day -day lives. Christian love must be demonstrated. It must be demonstrated. You must act it. You must walk it. Do it. Be able to carry it and express it in a manner that it is. It is seen and it is felt. It must be demonstrated in our personal relationship, emotional concerns, our own Christian families, communities. In, in doing the things that we do, we need to be able to get to that level where we are able to demonstrate that love ourselves. Love promotes fellowship. And fellowship stimulates love. Love most fellowship. If, if how much fellowship exists between you and your fellow brethren? Many of you come here. The only day you see each other is on a Sunday. When we leave here, everybody goes to his home, their own home. I've forgotten about having a fellowship with a fellow brother or a fellow sister. And we say there's a fellowship. I don't know, we're not, we're not, we're not being sincere. We're not, we're not being sincere because if, if you truly love, love, you need to understand that it promotes fellowship. There must be fellowship. There must be some relation, um, uh, 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 some form of relationship among ourselves. And we need to fellowship outside of church. Because you're not fellowshipping with your fellow brother or sister. Where do you fellowship for these other days when you're not in church? Where do you fellowship? You see, in a family where you're born, 
There is a relationship you have with your parents. That relationship is a biological relationship. You can't change it. But it is very much possible that a fellowship could be missing even in a family. Because a family, a, a fellowship is something that you take a conscious decision yourself and be able to say that I'm going to create a relationship with my fellow brother and a sister, with my own parents. And if the fellowship is missing, you can be sure that a lot of things will go wrong. That fellowship is as important. It is very, very important for you to have such a, a thinking. So that, because the more you fellowshipping, the more your love is growing. The more you're growing in love, the more you're growing in faith. And the more your faith is becoming active, and the more you can bring results in using the very gifts that God has given you. But if that is not, that is not, um, um, you know, um, that is if that is missing, none of these gifts will work for you. None of them. None of them. No wonder you're hearing prophecies all over the place. And those prophecies don't come to anything. A prophesying, prophets, people call themselves prophets every day. Prophesying and saying things. And they never happen. Why? Because it's not done out of love. It is not done with the sincerity of their hearts. After all, the Bible says it's meant to be for edification, for agitation, for comfort. It doesn't address any of those. So there's no land. There's no, there's no going to be results. So start by doing just this simple thing that you can choose to do. You, you can choose to learn. Why, why is it so easy for somebody to decide to hate somebody? Because a man is not born with a heart that, that is full of hatred, but with love. Ought to be a loving nature of God. That especially so when you've now given your life to Christ. It says you have a new heart. Why would he say he's taken out this stony heart and give you a heart of flesh? A heart of flesh is a heart that loves, that feels, that, that cares, that, 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 that if somebody is suffering, you, you, you suffer their pain. You feel their pain. Say, I'll, I'll, I'll take out a stony heart and give you a heart of flesh. He has put his spirit within you. Giving you a new heart. A new heart. Not the, not, not the one that is reconditioned. A new, a new one. You can start loving today and walk in love every single day. You choose to love. It be a conscious decision you make and begin to walk as such and then be seen through you. So you need to use every opportunity that you get to be able to encourage one another with love, mutual support, comfort, exhortation. Every opportunity you get. You want to be seen. Encourage one another. 
unto love and good works. Good works. People, people encourage other people to do, to do bad things to other people. Oh, is that what she said to you? Why, why are you just leaving her like that? Why don't you just say this or that? You know, they're giving advice. No, I wouldn't have just let it, let it sleep like that. <laughs> they're suddenly advices. But they're not advising somebody to do something good. They're advising the person to harm somebody else. To inflict pain to the next person. Why? What does anyone gain by somebody else's suffering? Why? Why would anyone want to see somebody suffering? To a point where they even start praying prayers that they want to send some demons to those people. <laughs> they are now not able to manage this by themselves. They must find ways. Well, thank God he doesn't answer such prayers. Not going to make any difference. Hebrews, Hebrew 10. Lastly. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 22. It is as follows. Starting from verse 22. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled, sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession, the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful and let us consider one another in order to stay up love and good works let us consider one another in order to stay, to stay up love and good works. To stay up love and good works. You need to always have that in mind. Even when you're doing the things that you're doing. How will they stay up love in the next person? Will this have somebody bring out the good works in them. What impact will the ways that I'm saying have on somebody else who is hearing them? Before saying whatever it is that you, you want to say, what is the real intention and the real motive? 
and how will this impact somebody else, especially so a fellow believer? How? Are we mindful of such that we are so considerate and we have it in our heart to say it is because I want to stay up loud. You don't, you don't want to stay up trouble in people's lives. You want to stay up love and good works. Because the more good works that each one of us is doing, the more, the more, the more successful we are, the more prosperous we become as a nation, the more we make progress. Everybody is happy. You can be so that people are always more productive when they are happy even in their day-to-day -day jobs. And they're doing whatever they're doing with complaints and murmurings. I love the scripture. Do everything that you do without complaints and murmurings. Not only in church, even at work. When you're doing the work that you're doing and you're busy complaining, there's no promotion there. Your boss might not be hearing what you say, but those words that you say will get to him. The Holy Spirit will carry them. And no, don't promote that one. Suddenly everybody comes, they get promotion, you're left there. They don't even increase your salary. Because you're saying the wrong things with your boss. You're saying all the, 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 the negative things. That will only hinder you. That man continues to grow and make progress. But it hinders you from making progress because you're complaining. You're sad. So it is not only when you're working in the in church when you don't have to be complaining about what you're doing. Because if you if you, and, and that's why many people are not successful in life. Because they are doing what they're doing and they are unhappy with the work that they're doing themselves. So there's no way that they'll be able to make, to take advantage of what they do, to be able to, um, uh, um, you know, um, use to their advantage to a manner that will help them to, um, um, to prosper in life. It doesn't happen. It won't happen. And that's why you'll find there's so many, so many challenges that people are going through. Because people are unhappy with themselves. They're unhappy with their lives. They're unhappy with their families. They're unhappy with the work that they do. They're not happy with the qualifications that they have. And, and suddenly they just are unhappy with everything. I'm so unhappy with my They are complaining everywhere. They are complaining, complaining, complaining every day. Every day. You don't want to always be looking for reasons and excuses to complain. Rather time to use that opportunity to stay up love and good works 
He will help you. Not forsaking, he says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some. Some. Yeah, especially this time. You know, month and they are paid. They must enjoy their money. We will see God later. He can wait. After we be praying, huh? we pray, pray, pray. Now money is here. Let's, 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 let's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, not forsaking assembling of ourselves together as is the men of some, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. The day is approaching. This month is a month of supernatural manifestations. We are in June now. Things must start happening. This month is a month of supernatural manifestations. You will experience such sudden miracles in your life, divine healing. You will get to see, experience that agency of the Spirit in doing the things that you're doing. There will be such sudden release in the realm of the Spirit. Answers to the prayers that you've been praying yourself. There will be increased increase angelic activities in your life. That you'll get to be doing the things that you're doing, knowing that God is with you always. He has assigned such strong contingent of angels in your life. You walk in love. There'll be increased fellowship. There'll be increased fellowship. And you'll get to experience God at a different level. In everything that you're doing, it'll be a testimony that indeed you're doing the things that you're doing because you truly love God. Let it be that you find as all these gifts that you've read about that is mentioned. These are the gifts that will begin to manifest in your life. And begin to witness them and experience them in your day-to-day -day life and in everything that you're doing. When you prophesy, the prophecies, the prophecies that will be spoken concerning about your Zion, these are prophecies that shall come to pass. It will power you. It will give you the ability and the special grace in order to bring them to bring them to fruition. The visions that God has placed in your hand will give you the ability to be able to bring them to pass. If there's anything at all that you have been struggling to achieve in this life as you continue serving God, that he is saying to you today that there is such a release in the realm of the spirit of the very things that you have been praying for yourself and your matter is a done deal you need to live here rejoicing in your spirit and beginning to celebrate that the lord has done it for you already and begin just to thank god of his goodness his beauty and the love that is manifesting in your life your faith is always going to produce results there's never a time that you do anything by faith and do not get to see the results of your faith it be an active faith that is active actively bringing change and tangible results in your land that you'll be able to can relate to that it is because of the faith that you have that you are able to bring the kind of results that you are seeing in this land begin just to trust God in everything that is to do with your land begin just to trust God in everything that you're doing do everything that you do by faith 
God will honor you. He will honor you. He will answer each and every prayer that you have prayed. He will bless you exceedingly abundantly above all that you can think or imagine. He will do such great and extraordinary things in your life. No matter how small your faith is, you'll be able to get from where you are to the other side where you desire to be yourself. Your faith will carry you. It will sustain you. You will not find yourself struggling to get things done in this life. Lift your hands toward heaven and just thank God of what he has done for you this day. And look forward to such supernatural manifestations. Be able to say, Lord, this is where I desire to see myself in this month. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Holy Spirit. Indeed, you have been faithful to us. Thank you, Father God, for honoring us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for the unending stream of the miraculous that you have begun in our lives. Thank you, Father God, for what you're about to do in us, for us, and through us. Thank you for the revelation that has come to us by your spirit, the word of knowledge that we have received. Thank you for the impartation that is taking place. Thank you, Lord, for every word that shall pro proceed from our mouth that will be able to bring forth the results that we desire to see in our day-to-day -day lives. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us. Thank you, Father God, for every earthly and every spiritual blessing that you have released upon our lives, upon the lives of our fellow brethren. Yes, we are truly grateful, Father God, of all that you have done for us. Thank you, Father God, for this new month that we are about to begin. And everything that you have in store for us, we are so very expected, Father God, that it be such an awesome time, Father God, that things will continue to improve in our lives. There will be such a change and a turning around in the lives of our fellow brethren. Thank you for the progress that we are making. Thank you, Father God, for blessing us. Thank you for honoring us, for magnifying us, and for beautifying our lives. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And so shall it be. Thank you.